BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Johnny Ken Show, John Cobelt, and Ken Shampo. It's KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, all right. Uh, coming up uh, sometime this hour, probably the next segment, give you a chance to uh, win a $100 gas card. Are we still going to have people begging? Did we? Uh, you had an alternate idea, but I, I don't know if you... Uh... I'll present it next week. You know, this is going to go on for weeks, so I don't want to oh. burn anything out too quickly. Okay. Well, then we'll uh, do begging again. Uh Here's the number. Don't call yet. All the phone lines are blocked. Yeah, so we don't get bothered. Uh, 1-800-520-1534. We hope the phones work. 1-800-520-1534. We lost a guess earlier in the show. I know. We had a uh, we had a complete power failure on the phones before. Nice. 1-800-520-1KFI. So we're going to take three calls on the air. You get 30 seconds to beg for the $100 gas card. Right. And we've not been able to avoid a prankster on any day this week. But That's who knows? Because Ray is not... No, he's not, just not putting in the effort. Is he he's still not. here? Or is a, who's going to be a screening? Yeah, I don't think he is, right? Morgan? Oh, Morgan is. Okay, well, they'll, it'll go Tell better. me something about a dental implant or something. Oh, okay. I heard about an implant. I didn't know it was dental. <laughs> I heard something else. I, was uh, a breast implant? I, what you... I, I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure it's something he needs. Anyway, uh, we've been telling you about an article you need to read, California's Vanished Dreams by the Numbers. It's from Joel Kotkin, a guest frequently on our show, the author of many books about the state chronicling 
its history. Uh, he's now at Chapman University. He's a fellow. And he and a research team occasionally put out their research papers. They did. This was the subject. And then they wrote this long article, which appears at realclearinvestigations.com. If you can't get there, we have a link at KFIAM640.com, the John and Ken page. It is a must read because it brings together all the issues along with the numbers as to why California and its progressive politics is completely failing, particularly poor people, which of which we have a large percentage of poor people in the state. So if you get a chance, read that, share it with people. We've gone through a couple of chapters already in the article. Uh, what are you going to say? No, I was going to say the only people making out and happy about it are the tech a-holes. But the middle class and the uh, lower income people are getting crushed. Yeah, in fact, he writes, tech titans who are once focused on improving schools now seem less engaged. This may make sense given the extent in which tech relies on global talent rather than recruiting locally. In 2018, three quarters of the tech workforce in the Bay Area were foreign born. Yeah, you know what? I had no idea it was that dramatic. I, I, I a couple of people I, I know work in tech world told me that it was overwhelmingly um, Indian and Chinese. Other people primarily. from India, yeah. And yeah. Um, I, but I didn't know it was it was three quarters now. So th see, that's the thing. They every, every when people talk about immigration, occasionally they're talking about two entirely different types of immigration. What the tech people want is immigration from East Asia. And uh, they want people who are tech-oriented. They have no interest in people coming from Mexico and Central America. No, and that's, that's what Trump was talking about. It, but, of course, they remember Trump a couple of years ago laid out that plan to bring like merit-based immigration they to the want, U.S.? Because they want uh, the immigrants to come, let's say, from India and uh, on a special visa that turns the immigrants into indentured servants where you have a visa and you have to work for that company and you can't leave the company. Like the, like the terms of your visa are you, well, you got to work for company X, let's say it's Google and you can't move around. Uh, and they like hiring people. Not only do they get tremendous talent from overseas, but uh, they're more controllable because of this visa situation where Americans are very quick to jump from job to job. Young American people are quite entitled, and they don't want to put up with anything. Uh, so they're not controllable. So they would rather not hire young Americans. They would rather hire young people from, from Asia. So the next part of this article deals with how California tries to deal with its struggling lower classes. And the answer is, throw more of the upper classes money at them. Michael Burnick, a former director of the state's Employment Development Department, says the culture for much of California driven by state politics is one of benefits by guaranteed income. There's not a job strategy or expectation. California is unlikely to be devoting the state surplus driven largely by stock and property gains among the uh, among the wealthy, as Texas and other states do. They try to attract businesses with it. Instead, as Burnick suggests, the preference has been to boost the welfare state. As it did in initiating record-setting stimulus payments during the pandemic, it is now contemplating handing out debit cards to cope with high energy prices created by the state's environmental policies. Okay, so let's explain this in English. Yes. They, they have intentionally, with their uh, global warming laws, driven out a lot of manufacturing. 
that's a lot of middle-class blue-income jobs, blue-collar jobs, excuse me. Middle-income, blue-collar jobs driven out because of their stupid, stupid global warming policy. So most of the jobs in the state, like 80%, are low-income jobs that are created. You hear Newsom bragging about job creation. It's horse crap. They're not meaningful jobs. They're dime-a-dozen jobs that any anyone can do. The manufacturing jobs where you build a solid middle class for people who don't have advanced gender studies degrees. That doesn't exist anymore, which means what? California is 49th in home ownership rate. 49th. People can't buy homes in this state because middle class homes are out of their reach. And middle class jobs don't exist. Because California doesn't spend any money on attracting businesses that create middle-class jobs. They only have very wealthy tech jobs and then the burger flipping positions. Now, the next part of this talks about the states, and I refer to them as the oligarchs. These are the very wealthy tech people. A guy by the name of Greg Ferenstein interviewed 147 digital company founders. Most believe that an increasingly greater share of economic wealth will be generated by a smaller slice of very talented original people. Everyone else will increasingly subsist on some combination of part-time entrepreneurial gig work and government aid. Which brings us to the idea of a guaranteed basic income. Right, which means we we are very talented, very educated, with original ideas. There's only a few of us here on top of the mountain. The rest of you on down there, well, you kind of smell. Apparently, you but don't have enough money for soap. You have to do our laundry. Right. Somebody has to cook some of right. our meals. And Somebody uh, has to be our servants. That's right. So we don't want you to leave. We're, so we'll try to give you something to hang around. We're happy that you uh, drive our Uber. and uh, Mow our lawns. That's right. And we'll throw you some government checks to make up the difference. <clears throat> you have to do. That's what a feudal society is. And and you can see that the tech people are really much adopting the attitude of the oligarchs in Russia. They're happy to have all the money. They've given up on all their do-good work. You know, for a while, they were going to, like, try to reform education. I think Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg are going to put hundreds of millions of dollars into this program and that program. And nothing worked because nothing ever does work. You have to start by changing the home environment of a lot of these kids. And you have right. to get rid of the teachers' union. And if you don't do those two things, then all the stupid programs from the idiot billionaire aren't going to have any effect. It's been proven over and over. So they got bored. They're tired. So now it's like, okay, do the service jobs. We'll throw you extra money. Call it a day. And that's what the politicians are doing. The politicians are coming up with more and more stimulus checks, more and more, you know, rebate checks. They got different names for it. Guaranteed income. It's all just welfare money. It's all welfare money. They come up with, they gussy it up with names so there's not the same stigma anymore. But if the check's coming from the government and it's not your your income tax refund, it's a welfare program. Congratulations. And and people are getting comfortable with it. It's like, hey, this is good. It's money. It's printed money. It's fake money. It's uh, crypto money. It doesn't matter. A lot of the rest of the article california's vanished dream we're reading from by the numbers at real clear politics and joel kotkin is all the people that have left the state 
particularly young middle-class people of all races. It's not just white flight, he writes, of all races. That's killing the birth rates. And it's the reason that California's population has stagnated. You, you know, sometimes you and I don't mind that because we think there's too many people in certain places, but there still is. Do you know what the net loss in the last 20 years have been of Californians? Uh, this uh, is not counting immigration. Right. This, this is, is people leaving the state to other states. That's right. We have lost net 2.6 million people. 2.6 million more people have moved out of the state than come to California. And they're by and large taxpayers. Yeah, excluding immigration. Kind. They may be middle-income taxpayers. Oh, but yeah. That's who they are. Yeah, and it's white, it's black, it's Hispanic, and they're going um, to the South, to Texas, to the Midwest. Um, and it, even even the, the newer immigrants are, are moving to other cities as well. Right. They're going to places like uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Austin, Houston, Nashville, Columbus, Ohio, Des Moines, Indianapolis. Anything looks better. Than L.A. and San Francisco. We got a bad stink about us now. We stink. Somehow the weather isn't bailing us out like it used to. When we return, we will open up the phones and we'll find three listeners who want to beg for a $100 gas card. You'll have 30 seconds to give us your best pitch, whatever way you want to do that. And then our three-judge panel will select the winner. The number is 1-800-520-1534. All right. Open the lines. See what happens. John and Ken Show. KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobelt. Ken Shampoo. KFI AM 640. Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, absolutely. Boy, it's uh, the top story now in the Daily Mail website. Uh, Biden, following his speech today, clasping a binder in his hand, turning to his right to put out his hand to no one to shake. Then turning completely around, facing the American flag. Not knowing whether to go left or go right. He stood it's there. It's very awkward and weird. And it went on for a little bit. Yeah, probably he, 10, 15, 20 seconds. Yeah, well, he held this out. This is in North Carolina today. Yeah, he held out his uh, hand that uh, there was uh, <laughs> his unshakable hand for about three seconds. Okay. <laughs> um, hang on. He needed, he's he's uh, blaming inflation, 70% sorry. of it on Putin. Oh. Yeah, 70% of inflation is Putin's fault. Do you realize really? how far gone he is, though, to stand there for like three seconds with his hand out, staring straight ahead? Uh, to, well, uh, I think he I, thought someone was going to come up and shake his hand from that part of the stage, I think. But he was there a while. He's yeah. like, well, nobody's and th- coming. Then he turned and faced the flag for like about four seconds. Yeah, because maybe he thought if someone comes up and shakes my hand, I'll talk to him, and then then he's like, "Well, how do I now? How do I?" But he had the hand out before anybody approached. He did right because someone probably told him as soon as you're done. No, he was. They'll come up and thank you. He's. uh, (laughs) I'm being too nice. Yes, (laughs) he's. uh, He's got uh, one foot in the dirt there. Uh, We've got uh, three contestants now. Yeah, for the hundred dollar gas card opportunity. Okay. And what we've decided to do probably at least this first week is uh, have you beg. I'm still trying out my idea with our consulting group. Okay. Well, you can practice at home. I I will practice at home and see how it goes. I'll take imaginary callers that I'll shake hands with. Wait a second. No, he's not. Say that again. You got the wrong name in the numbers. Okay. Louie on line six. All right. Who are you mumbling to? Uh, Well, it's a whole team. They got uh, Eric Ray and Morgan are all working on this project here. And I'm getting uh, getting conflicting uh, instructions here. I see. Uh, Louie. 
You're on the John and Ken Show. 30 seconds of begging, and you might win a $100 gas card. Go ahead. This is Mayor Yoga Pants. And my yoga pants are all stretched out. All of them are gone. I use new greeting job. Let's you know move on. You're, getting, you're, you're getting disqualified for being an idiot. I, 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 I don't know. I guess when they, they screen them, they don't they, do they this ins- act. They but. insisted that Louie should be first. Okay. <laughs> did they really? Yes, they did. Um, wow. Mike, Who are those fools? I, uh, well, there's now three of them in there. Uh, Mike, you're on the John and Ken show. Hey, guys. Hey, I'm a construction worker. I have to drive a pickup truck for work every day. I drive 100 to 150 miles a day because I can't, you know, I got to drive to where the job site is, and that's not where I live, you know. And it's killing me, man. I got to fill up every other day. I, I don't have a newer truck, the older. Uh, I could really use the uh, really use the help. All right. All right, Mike. Well, we can put you on hold and uh, see how you stack up. Right. I have to write the names down so I don't forget. Okay. Okay. I'm uh, Mike Biden. All right, uh, Fedra. What? On line two. Phaedra. Hi, Phaedra. Phaedra. You guys screwed up the na- her name now. Oh, my God. All right. Phaedra, you got 30 seconds. Beg for the $100 gas card. So my daughter has this adorable emotional support kitty, and the kitty got really sick and wouldn't eat for, like, two weeks, and we took her to the vet, and the darn cat cost us almost $3,000. She had surgery. She had lab tests. She had all this stuff. And in the end, the stupid veterinarian gave us some medicine that made her hungry, and she started to eat again. Why are we getting a sad <laughs> pet story every because day? Because of Deborah now. Mark. They're trying to appeal to the lady, the animal voter. Her name is Bezo. Her name is Bezo, and she has white ears and a pink nose. Bezo. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, wait, I, your time's up, but I got to ask a question again. I, you actually threw me off with your voice at the beginning. What happened to the kitten? Okay. So what happened to the, the kitten? The kitty got, the cat stopped eating and was throwing up, uh-huh. and we took her to the vet, and we paid like $700 for tests. And then the doctor's like, well, she must have a blockage. She must have swallowed something plastic. There must be something wrong. And then he charged us like almost two grand for surgery. And now the cat's fine. Did they find a blockage in there? (laughs) Nothing. Found nothing. Oh, my God. Absolutely nothing. Hang on. Hang on. Veterinary industry. I said this yesterday. Must be investigated. There has to be a federal investigation, class action lawsuit. The veterinary industry. At is... least she got into a vet. All right. Uh, now, number one, line one here. Okay. Let's go to uh, Darren. You're on the John and Ken show. 30 seconds. Beg for gas. Yeah. Hi, guys. So, hi. first of all, I'm not going to beg you clowns for gas money. Uh, what people have gone through in the past couple of years is insane. And what's more insane is you guys having people beg for gas money. I think it's wrong. I'm not going to beg if you want to give me the card fine. If not, that's fine too. But no, you guys are wrong. wrong. I did say take any approach you want. <laughs> you did. That's what you wanted. <laughs> I, I said it can come from any angle. His angle is I'm not going to beg. That's right. You're awful like, for doing this. F you. I, that was, that's that not going to get him the card. That, wasn't, that was not ingratiating. Why that did was, he bother calling That was in? not appreciative. Uh, some people just want to be on the radio, Deborah. <sighs> Other people have been rehearsing some stupid comedy act like the Yoga well, Pants Caller for years, and this is their chance. I know. It's, if these are the most line rejects. 
All right, that's exactly a good way to put it. All right, we got we got a third caller. We're going. Oh, you are going to substitute. We're going to okay. we're going to go with three contestants here. That kills okay. us. Okay. Gray, you're on the John and Ken show. Thirty seconds, go. Hi, how you doing today? We're good. Hey, listen, the, the reason I should give that because I'm one of your most loyal listeners. I've been listening to you for over, actually, ever since you started. I've been listening to you every single day. Oh, wow. I, I I love your show. You guys, right on the spot. Sometimes I hate listening because you're always right, but I love your honesty. I love your enthusiastic, and I love your show. My, uh, my all right, all right. Now, very isn't good. that very good. Got weird? A, got a tongue bath there. That's it. What? That was my idea. He stole it. What? My oh. idea to give away the gas card was to have tongue bath callers. <laughs> and you'll pick the best tongue bath. Isn't that weird that that guy fit what I did I not describe on the air? That think... was my consulting group idea for maybe next week. I don't think Deborah wants the uh, the tongue bath. <laughs> no, they could come and... From the callers. <laughs> well... No, I like it, actually. That's very good. The alternative is the yeah. knob slobber. No. <laughs> no. No, I don't want the knob slobber. They're both your terms. We'll just... You're we'll... the one that came up with both of those. We'll just get LA Times writers calling. We don't want that. Uh, but uh, that was actually... That's weird. That was uh, my idea. All right, for... so... We have Mike, who's got the long the construction, construction drive, right? And feature with this complicated kitten story, All and right, then so. Gray here, who has been with us since day one, and probably should get some kind of reward. You would think after all this time, I don't know. Well, but uh, he didn't explain or beg, so no, he didn't actually beg. But uh, that that was again. A good, I said uh, he can come from any different. All right. Well, uh, let's have a vote here. G, who are you going to vote for, Deborah? <laughs> Phaedra, of course. Phaedra, of course. Right, and I'm voting for Mike because I don't like cats. Um, you know, I voted against the, the the animal yesterday. I can't do it two days in a row. I guess. All right, so you're gonna. All right, I'll vote for Phaedra. Phaedra yeah. <laughs> All right, this is the last cat I'm voting for. All right. Yeah. No, oh, she's excited. No, she's... Are you crying or laughing? Did I win? Huh? Did I win? You won. Yes, you yeah. did. Giving you a little bit of mercy. It was a two to one split vote from the appeals panel, but you I, win. I, look, I, I just, you cannot spend $3,000 on no. a blockage that didn't exist for your cat. It's, it's, you, right? It's terrible. I know it's terrible. I know it's terrible. You got to talk to Deborah next time before you make a decision like that. She's totally adorable. I'll send you her picture. All right, so the cat's okay. You're getting $100 get for gas. You're still down $2,900 for that vet bill. There's nothing we can do about that. Yeah, it's terrible. I ought to get a loan. All right. And the other two guys, uh, we'd love to give you money, too, so you can uh, keep competing. All right, thanks, Fedra. I'll put you on the line. When did you become so home. gracious? What? When did you become so great? We'd love to give everybody money. Well, I, f- I, feel, I feel for people. I, it's not your money. Yeah, it's not my money. No. If they ask me for a hundred bucks, no way. <laughs> we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Uh, you happy now? Very happy. All right. John and Ken show. John Cobell, Ken Shampoo, KFI. AM six forty live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, don't forget the voice line is here tomorrow during this hour. Use the iHeartRadio app via the little microphone button icon and you can leave a message that way or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86. You want to hear like from the the absurd file story of the day? I'm paraphrasing a bit but I've read this story enough to know how it went. Apparently on one of this week's Wheel of Fortune episodes at the end 
if you ever watch the show, they have to kill her like a minute or so at the end. Mm-hmm. So Pat and Vanna kind of just banter. Yes. The winner of the show was a woman that happened to be an opera singer. So Pat Sajak says to Vanna, Vanna, are you an opera buff? The response is, I enjoy opera, not exactly a buff. Pat then says, did you ever watch opera in the buff? This apparently has become a Me Too too moment. No. It has. It's a big story. It's all over the place today. It's a silly joke. Did he he cross the line? (laughs) Me too. Get out. And really what he did was it's like a play on words. It is. That's all it is. It's just a little play on words. Just being, oh, stop. Oh, that's that's. Are that's, they going to hound Pat Sajak over out of the seventy-five you know, so years old? I was watching. Uh, I was uh, watching a little clip of Bill Maher, uh, and he did this really funny thing on his HBO show where he explains jokes to idiots, and he used wow. the uh, the Chris Rock joke as an example, explaining why it's a joke, how the joke is constructed. It was pretty good, <laughs> explaining jokes to idiots, wow. <laughs> and, and sometimes yeah, and that's you know this this should be next week's uh, episode. Good Lord. Well, there was something that would say that was kind of double entendre. It was a play on words, but it was also like, well, oh, yeah, it was. I watch an sure. Opera and, opera yes, and the, and the buff means naked. Sure, it's exactly what it is. That's funny. Sorry. Go F yourself. <laughs> I if you can't don't believe like what it. I just said by mistake. Of course, you didn't notice. What? <laughs> do you watch Oprah in the buff? <laughs> well, <laughs> Who would do that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> would anybody watch uh, Oprah in the buff? I, uh, I, I don't want that channel. Uh, the update on the subway shooter, he's got a couple of uh, the public defenders. This is a federal case against this man by the name of Frank R. James, a 62-year-old charged with getting on the subway in New York City in Brooklyn and then waiting, I guess, for the right manic moment where he decided to unleash some smoke bombs and then open fire. The gun jammed. And the doors open to the subway car, and he runs out of there. But they caught him the next day. He's got two public defenders. One of them is Mia Eisner Grinberg. And she wants everyone not to prejudge the case. (laughs) Her quote is, there's a lot of information that can... Here it is. Initial reports in a case like this are often inaccurate. And she says, my client alerted police to his whereabouts. Would, an, would a guilty man do that? <laughs> yes. She didn't say that. I added that. She's, part, she's, oh, my God. Oh, that's that's so crazy. Uh, yeah. All they've got is to say he's he's uh, insane. That's the only uh, defense, which isn't going to work. Because he, he, he plotted this uh, carefully for Her a long quote time. Is, Once he knew he was wanted, he called Crime Stoppers to help. <laughs> to help. So, well, it's not every day that criminals on the run do call Wait in their second. whereabouts. A criminal turning himself in is not unheard of. That happens it's frequently. It's not. That, that's right. not a sign of anything other right. than he doesn't really want to be on the run. So there was a hearing today. He's, of course, being held without bail, as you might have guessed. He's a whack job. They believe this was entirely premeditated. He picked up what? the U-Haul in Pennsylvania, drove to Brooklyn. He had himself weapons and tools. Where's his uh, record being released? On his, his record. He must well, be, he must have committed crimes for the last 45 years. We got information on something from 27 years ago, making terroristic threats. Mm. Making terroristic threats during an incident in Fairfield, New Jersey. He was convicted of a lesser charge, though, of harassment and got probation. But he has at least he, nine prior arrests in New York, at least three in New Jersey. Nine? 
Yes, nine just in New York, three in New Jersey. Then he had that uh, New Mexico issue where uh, the FBI really? was investigating him. Yeah, I we wonder found out what that is yet. Well, I bet you that was more terroristic threats, and that's why he was being uh, monitored by the yes. FBI. He might have like shut off his mouth and made some crazy threats. Interesting side story in one video, and he made plenty of videos, YouTube and Facebook. He's wearing an Amazon cap. The company confirmed that James did work for Amazon a year ago for just six months. So there you go. Because we couldn't figure out if he had any jobs or whatever. Uh, I bet you he had a lot of fly-by-night jobs. Yeah, I know. Temp jobs. This is his life. Yeah, he was was probably driving stuff, trucks or working in uh, warehouses. Uber so he driver. makes these videos where I, I guess he opines and does his own little show, but I don't know who views them. Everything from systemic racism to Russia's war in Ukraine to New York City's job yeah. training and mental health programs, other mass shootings. Everybody's got their own like cable talk show. You know, they, who, they open with a monologue. They go through the you know the news. But I guess of the you day. don't always know that. You just feel good. You know, look at that great piece of product oh. I just put out. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a big ego boost for people. It really doesn't cost anything to do it. That's true. Yeah, you know, so you can just uh, you can sit there and uh, pretend uh, you know you have a show. I'm a host. I'm a talk show. And I know that a lot of young people. That's all they do all day with their phones is watch YouTube stuff. So, right. Yeah. It's replaced television, cable, satellite. Yeah, because some because people stream on watching just... watching stupid people do uh, stupid stuff for three minutes is apparently just as entertaining as watching professional entertainers on television. Right. Like everyone gets the same amount of pleasure. So the professional entertainment industry is, is disappearing <laughs> because now, you know, you can just watch your friends. So they, uh, they recovered this work jacket. He was wearing a uh, U-Haul key, multiple bank cards, fireworks, a Glock 17. Mm-hmm. He actually had a storage unit and he had the apartment he rented in Philadelphia. Remember it was uh Oh, was, he, was, he, uh, was he cashing government checks? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, what was he, he using to buy all this stuff? Because he didn't seem to have any real job. Oh, he just traveled around the country. I mean, you need, you need some money to keep an apartment going, pay for the storage units, and be driving around the way he was. And apparently some place. of these videos ranted about trying to help the homeless, which he basically was, it seems. Although he did rent an apartment in Philadelphia, but he was also living out of that U-Haul when he came up to New York. Well, I don't know. There's a, a lot of lost souls out there. And, and, and you know, now, now they have a platform. It, it's what one of our guests was talking about yesterday. That, uh, AB, I think it was Brad Garrett. Yes. He said, you know, these are the losers in life. They're angry and unhappy. Life didn't turn out the way they thought it should. And, and now they, they can just, vent with videos. But they, That's right. They vent in videos. They want to be heard, but even after you realize nobody's really watching these things, and at some point it's like, you know what? I'm just going to start blasting people. Then they're going to know my name. Then they're going to watch my videos. I mean, you're right. Something. We do. We know your name now. We did go watch your videos now. Then you will become a blip shortly. You made you made your mark and enjoy prison. Right. This, this guy's dying in prison. John and Ken Show, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobalt and Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. A reminder, you go to KFIAM640.com, the John and Ken page, and we've been talking about it throughout the show today. There's a great article by uh, Joel Kotkin. 
about California, where we are today, all the issues are in there that you can imagine, dealing with education and homelessness, and uh, a lot of it deals with the fact that we have a feudal system in California. We have a number of uh, very wealthy lords and a lot of serfs. There's a huge underclass of poverty in the, in the state. You should read that. We got here with the policies that we followed for the last several decades, and it's all encapsulated nicely with the numbers to support the arguments. So check it out. Joel Kotkin's latest realclearinvestigations.com is the website, but we have a link at kfiam640.com, the John and Ken page. Uh, this story popped up today, another story related to it. Two inmates serving time in New Jersey's only state prison for women became pregnant. They had sex with a transgender inmate. There you go. Another guy pulling a scam. Uh, <laughs> he identifies as a woman, but he still has Obviously. his parts yeah. and he wanted and he still likes women. And he's fully loaded. And right, so he so got explain he, that one. He got two women pregnant. So, so he's kind of a trans lesbian. Uh no. He's he identifies a, as a woman, but he wants sex with women. That's Doesn't why, that make him that's a trans why, lesbian? No, that's why he identified as a woman. You think? This is this is like uh, uh, James Tubbs turning into Hannah Tubbs. These guys are pulling scams so they can get assigned to women's prisons. And then there you go. Do you think they represent all of the people? Oh, though? no. No, but they're opportunists. They're taking you advantage. let these outliers. Yeah, but they, they used to say, no, no one's going to do that. It would never happen. Of course it's going to happen. Of course you're going to have some whack, whack, wacky guy think it's think it's a great opportunity right. to pretend he's a woman so he could go and have uh, sex with the other women in the prison. Of course says, that's going to happen. There's always going to be a guy like that. Last year, New Jersey enacted a policy to allow prisoners to be housed in accordance with their preferred gender identity. See, and all he has to do is say it. It's not like he has to put a wig and a dress on, right? All he has to do is he. I'm identifying that way. And now don't you have, they give you like hormone treatments or require you to have? Don't no, they? Isn't don't, there some sort of bar to? Well, no, I don't know. I have to. Okay. Whatever it is, didn't work. I remember we talked about this some years ago, and there was, you know, you can't just say this. You have to actually undergo some sort of transition. I don't mean I don't know. penis, it, but... Thing, things things got to the point where all you have to do is identify. I mean, same thing with uh, with James uh, Tubbs. You know, he, he just just decided one day, oh, I'm going to be Hannah. Cause he, and he basically admitted it in the phone call to his dad that they had on tape. Yeah. Coaching his dad how to address him, so you know he can continue the scam. And now he's uh, in a juvenile detention center for uh, for girls. There's a Dr. Erica Anderson, seventy one. She used to be a clinical psychologist at UC uh, San Francisco's Child and Adolescent Center or Gender Clinic. She spoke out and she said that there's a rise in children coming out as trans or non-binary, but a lot of it's the result of peer pressure. She thinks they need to do more rigorous health evaluations yeah, of young people to figure out if this is real or is this just something they feel that this they is... should do because, and it turns out yeah. Anderson actually went through a transition at age 45. But yeah. Obviously at age 45, you probably recognize more of what your life is than. I, uh, I, I don't. I guess Dr. Anderson used to be a man. 
I so. don't think children are old enough to be dealing with issues like that and decisions like that where they start having operations, they start going on heavy medication. Right. I think common sense would tell you that that's way, way too early. I mean, that's that to me, that's scary stuff. But yeah, she said that she had to intervene. There was hormone therapy going on for a 13-year-old who identified as male but had yet to meet with a psychologist to even talk about it. I know. No, there are a lot of um, fanatical advocates who are pushing this stuff. It, it's almost become like a, a religious cause for them. Yeah. They're very zealous and uh, would be very wary of doing that to young children. I, I just don't, I just, you, you let them, let them grow up, let them develop and come to their own conclusions. It'll be obvious to them when the time is right, but doing it when they're really young, I, I don't know how anybody could trust that. Because kids says, are very if it happens susceptible. When they're young, there's going to have to be lots of evaluations done uh, to make sure that this is true rather than rushing into it. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't uh, uh, I don't think that's a good thing at all. Not at a not at a young age like that. Oh, she has the story of a 26-year-old named Kira Bell who claimed she only went through a series of superficial conversations with social workers when she began transitioning at age 16 and she now regrets, oh, this is terrible. She got a mastectomy at age 20. A, a to what? Identify a, a mastectomy to identify as a male. So... She was a girl. She became a guy, and she had her private part. Yes, a mastectomy. Her breasts were removed. Yeah. Oh, oh, a mastectomy. Mastectomy. Yeah. Oh, did I pronounce it wrong? Okay. No, I just thought maybe she had uh, her her genitals. Thought maybe that was a word for a genital uh, surgery. No, it's breasts. Oh. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I mean that's that's so not good. She's... You can't do that when they're when they're too young like that. You cannot. That, no, because she was kids, only kids are easily and... influenced. They're easily pressured. They, you know, if ever they, they hear kids talking about it and they want to be cool, they want to fit in. It's just not, it takes a long time to sort out that stuff sometimes. Takes, yeah. take, you know, I knew, I, I just don't want to even get into it. I just, I just think you got to let, let leave, leave children alone. And I think there's people trying to do social experiments on children that shouldn't be done. No. Uh, says here, giving over to hormones on demand will result in many more cases of poor outcomes and many more disappointed kids and parents who somehow came to believe that giving kids hormones would cure their other psychological problems, but it's not going to. So this stands in contrast with other gender specialists who claim that young teens are in the right state of mind to identify their gender and transition. They don't know that. This is, this is very faddish. This just all blew up in the last couple of years. Did you notice that? Just a lot of things have blown couple, up in the last couple. last couple of years. Yeah, this is part of like uh, the woke indoctrination of America. And and what they do is they force you to agree or they start screaming at you all kinds of ugly names. Right. And This and, is the crowd that's decided America's all racist uh, and America now yeah, is all and this and that. There's all kinds of advocates that have joined the crusade. It's very intoxicating when you think you're on the leading edge of some kind of societal revolution. People really get full of themselves. And I thought, ah, you know, getting getting young kids before they're even 18. Yeah, to, when you involve to teenagers start in this, you really want to just back off. Changing your genitals, off. 
changing your genitals, changing, you know, getting your, your breast uh, taken off, the, the the hormone manipulation, really? Have a little patience. Just wait. Good advice. All right. <clears throat> uh, is Conway here? Is anybody hosting the show? No. We're, we're, or I'm signing off. This, this station's oh, going he, dark at yeah, 6 o'clock? He's, uh, well, in a way, yeah. Uh, Just like the phones went dark a few hours ago? <laughs> I thought. Here he is. We need to bring in Bob see, the Builder to get the broke, this thing done. That's the broken microphone yeah, he has to hold. Time to fix that, huh? All right. Well, there you go. Oh, I got to put this broken. microphone. Hold on. <laughs> it's the microphone without a uh, connection. Yeah. Okay. Then. okay How about that? Testing. Go. Hello, hello, hello. All right, uh, we've got uh, a really cool uh, day. We got Dodgers opening day, uh, which is uh, really. Yes. Neat. Are you guys going to the game? No, home opener, not no. opening day. Well, I mean home opener, home opener. Yeah, opening day at home. Yeah, I'm right. I should say that. Uh, and then uh, mortgage rates hit five percent for the first time since 1921. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, 2011, something like that. Just pick out uh, here. Elon Musk is offering to buy Twitter for 43 million dollars. And if he's successful yeah. at it, I think all the other social medias uh, implode because that's the only place where everyone will go, you know, is Twitter. Is if right? there's freedom yeah. there, yeah. Right. And then, you know, no one, everyone will understand that all the other social media is not uh, free and it's they'll not, all flock to Twitter. It's not cool. Yeah. So I think, uh, you know, it, 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 it might work, but it but it, it always is, you know, it's always have to be one guy that saves the, the you know, the country, right? Yeah. It's always one guy. Well, it's only the billionaires. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is unbelievable. Yeah, we don't we'd, what else uh, are you going to go to? And then your favorite, uh, Eric Garcetti, delivered his uh, final state of the uh, city's address. I heard uh, you guys go over that. Yeah, that he should have cool. jumped off that bridge when he was done. Oh, <laughs> Saved us all a lot of trouble. <laughs> That's great. And then that stupid, you get caught up in that closure today on the 405? No, I missed it. Oh, man. What a yeah. nightmare. It was a uh, nightmare. Shooting. Yeah. Took some people, you know, two and a half, three hours ago, what, you know, 10 miles. Took me I, an hour to get to work today. Yeah. Is that right? Oh. Yeah, what from Tarzana to Burbank, an yeah. hour. That's, wow. That's why you don't take a knee against the cops, what they had to do in that case. Yeah. It's also the reason I live in Burbank, so I don't have to uh, yeah, well, ever get in yeah, traffic. Yeah, you. I'm, I literally am two and a half minutes away. Right. So you Smart never get to stuck in traffic. I, when people talk about traffic, I just glaze over. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> Not part Ding of my life. Dong. Never get caught. All Ding right. dong, everybody. Never late. Conway, Crozier. Yeah. Here we go. KFI, KST, HD2, Los Angeles, Orange County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. 
The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.